Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 8 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Charges filed in Robinson statue theft. We have the story. House votes to impeach a cabinet member. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. A Wichita woman has been charged in the death of her teenage son. I'm Dan O'Neill. I'm Rodney Price. The Wichita City Council approves funding for a big annual event in the city. We'll tell you what it is coming up. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday. The average high this time of year in Wichita is 48, and we will be soaring well above that here this afternoon. Our complete forecast coming up in just a few minutes. Nearly three weeks after a statue of baseball icon Jackie Robinson was stolen from League 42 at McAdams Park in North Wichita, Multiple charges have now been filed against a 45-year-old man who's already been in custody for nearly two weeks. Lieutenant Aaron Moses is an executive officer with the Wichita Police Department. On February 12, 2024, our investigators presented the case details to Sedgwick County District Attorney Mark Bennett. In response, D.A. Bennett formally charged 45-year-old Ricky Alderetti, who is currently in custody, with felony theft, a value over $25,000, aggravated criminal damage to property, identity theft, and making false information. The suspect has been in custody since the 1st of February on a pending arrest warrant. Police Chief Joseph Sullivan. This was a painstaking investigation, but if you try to take something from this community, uh, it won't be tolerated, and we will use all of the resources in the town to the Wichita Police Department to bring you to justice, and I am confident this is only the first arrest and that there are more to come. Investigators believe the motivation of this theft was for the value of the scrap metal. It appears there were three people who stole the statue, and police believe there were others present wherever the statue was taken after the theft. Detectives continue their search for more suspects. The House has voted on an historic impeachment in a 214-213 vote, Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas has been impeached by the House of Representatives. It now heads to the Senate, and Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene, who will serve as one of the impeachment managers, has a message for senators. They should look at the polling, and they know that our border security is the number one issue in every single campaign, in every single state. It stands a slim chance of passing with Democrats in control, but Majority Leader Chuck Schumer's office says impeachment managers will present the articles to senators when they return from recess. Republicans accuse Mayorkas of not following the law and misleading the public about the border being secure. Democrats call it a sham impeachment. On Capitol Hill, Ryan Schmelz, Fox News. A Wichita woman accused of killing her teenage son before she was shot by law enforcement was in court Tuesday. 43-year-old Kylie Hodges was charged with first-degree murder in the death of 14-year-old Claude Hodges, Jr., Officers responded to a welfare check at her residence last month. They found Kylie Hodges holding a shotgun, prompting an hours-long standoff. 
She was shot after pointing the weapon at officers. Once they entered, the boy was found dead in a bedroom. Bond was set at $1.5 million. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. The Wichita City Council approving an agreement to support the River Festival. The city will provide a $40,000 cash sponsorship and plan to provide another $40,000 for a special program. The city will also provide several in-kind services, like the use of Century 2 and security from Wichita Police. Nancy Dooling, president and CEO of Wichita Festivals, Inc., says it's exciting to bring the community together. It is just amazing just to hear, you know, I remember this or I remember that. And that's what we are trying to do is to create memories for families. The festival runs from May 31st to June 8th. Rodney Price, KNSS News. President Biden rips his predecessor over Donald Trump's comments on the commitment to the NATO alliance. Former President Trump is sending an un-American signal to friends and foes. President Biden said of his predecessor, No other president in our history has ever bowed down to a Russian dictator. Well, let me say this as clearly as I can. I never will. President Biden was referencing remarks made by former President Trump over the weekend about NATO countries not meeting spending commitments on defense. No, I would not protect you. In fact, I would encourage them to do whatever the hell they want. President Biden says as long as he's in office, he'll defend every inch of NATO territory from Russian aggression. At the White House, Jared Halpern, Fox News. KNSS News time now, 8.05, five minutes past 8 o'clock. Kansas City Chiefs Championship Parade just a few hours away. We'll talk about that coming up in sports. A survey says we're going all out for our Valentines this year. That story and more coming up on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. Stephen Ted in the morning, KNSS 809, now nine minutes past eight o'clock. At today's meeting, the Sedgwick County Commission will approve applicants to several citizens' advisory boards. Commission Chair Ryan Beatty tells KNSS News... And this is something that I think is really unique and, and something I want to make sure all of our citizens are aware of. We have over 30 citizen advisory boards for a variety of different topics and departments and district-specific things that, that we're really trying to just seek feedback. Beatty commented during his weekly visit with Stephen Head of the Morning on KNSS. Inflation ticking up last month, more than analysts predicted. The Consumer Price Index was up three-tenths of a point last month. Year over year, prices have increased about 3.1 percent. But President Biden says there is strong wage growth and the best economic recovery in 50 years. White House Press Secretary Corrine Jean-Pierre says economic advisors are focused on trends. And not read too much to, to, you know, to uh, data from one month. That is how we operate here. Uh, and others do as well. Uh, but we certainly understand that there's more work to be done to lower costs. The Federal Reserve has signaled a 2% inflation goal. Inflation peaked in mid-2022 at 9.1%. 
at the White House. Jared Halpern, Fox News. A new survey says we're going all out for our Valentines this year. More than half of us plan to celebrate Valentine's Day this year, according to new numbers from the National Retail Federation. Total spending is expected to set a new record at $14.2 billion. If you've been shopping for your Valentine, you're not alone. The NRF says consumers are expected to spend about $185 each on average, about $8 more than the last five years. The top gifts on Cupid's list? 57% of those surveyed said they'll shell out the bucks for candy, 40% for greeting cards, 39% for flowers, and 32% for an evening out. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 8-11, 11 minutes past 8 o'clock. And right now in traffic, the traffic volume is still pretty heavy. If you're headed uh, northbound on I-235, approaching I-135 in that road construction there. Otherwise, the traffic conditions in Wichita looking pretty good. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We have a clear sky across Wichita and south-central Kansas. Sunny and a bit breezy today with a high 65. Tonight, a trough of low pressure begins to head our direction. The cold front pushes through after midnight. Tarlow 35, sunny and cooler on Thursday with a high 53. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. Now a clear sky, south wind at 10 miles per hour, 39 degrees at Wichita's Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. The Senate has passed a controversial foreign aid bill without border provisions. With us this morning, talk a little bit more about that. Fox News Radio's Ryan Schmelz. Good morning, Ryan. Hey, good morning. How are you, Ted? Or Steve? Yeah, Steve, but uh, yes, fine. So they passed the bill, <laughs> and the Senate passes it. And when does it become law? Soon? <laughs> oh, it's not coming law anytime soon because Speaker Johnson has said he's not going to be bringing this thing to the floor. So uh, this stands a, a long road to passage, and some of the options Democrats might consider to try and uh, get this through, have their fair share of roadblocks, too. All right. So uh, the main concern is uh, for, for most is that there's there's no border provision. No border provisions. Uh, the price tag is a concern for some. Uh, some believe that we should be securing our own borders instead of securing other countries' borders. Uh, and then, you know, you had pushback from some Democrats on the progressive side who uh, are a little weary of the Israel funding, too. So you got Republican uh, uh, pushback, but you also have a little bit of Democrat pushback, too. Okay. What about Ukraine? Is there money for Ukraine in this thing? Oh, yeah, that's where most of the funding is going. Uh, it's over $60 billion that would go to Ukraine. So, of course, that's one of the big talking points, too, and big debates that are going on. Some believe that, you know, we shouldn't be sending money over there. And so that, that that's one of the big things that's being talked about. Uh, obviously, I think there's a little bit more support for the Israel funding, too. But uh, whether or not this is ever going to ha- see a, a vote in the House is still to be determined. So how does this work on, on the federal level? Uh, do, do they get in conference committees and hash things out and try to uh, try to change things and, and change the bills wow. before it goes on? Or they just throw well, it out there? The, what, one of the ways Democrats could get this on the floor is they could embrace what's called a discharge petition. So essentially they would uh, uh, need to get some Republicans to vote with them on this. Uh, but then and then they could bypass Speaker Johnson and, and Democrat leadership or Republican leadership and get this to the floor. But one of the big problems that they're facing is that if they, in fact, they try to pass this, uh, uh, they're going to get some pushback from progressive Democrats. AOC 
Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, the progressive from New York, has already told me that she it's a non-starter for her over the Israel funding. So if there's more progressives who feel that way, too, then Democrats are going to lose the votes they need to get this to the floor. Uh, and then, you know, there's also the option that that Speaker Johnson could meet with President Biden. I've learned through a source that he has, you know, spoken to uh, or has requested a one on one meeting with President Biden in regards to border security and other topics, too. But whether or not President Biden agrees to that meeting and Speaker Johnson's willing to work with him on foreign aid is still a mystery. All right. Hey, thanks for being with us this morning. We appreciate it. Fox News Radio's Ryan Schmelz talking about foreign aid. Foreign aid has always been, uh, in my opinion, is one of those things where Americans sometimes have a problem with that. Anyway, why are we trying to take care of people overseas when we should be uh, taking care of folks at home? And it's a good question. And uh, for those who are internationalists, say, hey, you got to do that because if you don't, the other guy will. He'll come in there and take all the influence, and then your trade goes away. They don't do any business with you, and so on and so on. Today is the 14th day of February. It is Valentine's Day. It is Ash Wednesday. And on this date in 1876, inventors Alexander Graham Bell and Alicia Gray applied separately for patents related to the telephone. I have one in my pocket. No, not really. Is it not till I'm really a telephone, is it, Ted? I guess so. It's a, a cell phone. By the way, the Gray and Bell both applied for the patents. U.S. Supreme Court eventually ruled that Bell was the writer, right inventor, the rightful inventor of the telephone. And then, of course, he started a company called Bell Telephone. Mm-hmm. And that got pretty big. Um, when I was a young kid, it was the Bell it was, Telephone. It was, was, that was it. It had a monopoly. It was a telephone company. Yeah. And uh, there weren't any competitors. Came along and government finally came and broke them up. Broke them up. And then there was Southwestern Bell and Southeastern Bell. And now I don't think there's any Bell at all. <laughs> anyway, Alexander Graham Bell gets credit for inviting, inventing the, the telephone. Chad, what do you got? Uh, for our listeners in the Mulvane area, Mulvane. I've got something in traffic here. Uh, looks like... Uh, Sedgwick County Sheriff's officers are closing down Webb Road between Rivera Drive and 119th, which is basically just short of K-15 there uh, in Mulvane. They're sh- shutting a uh, almost mile-long stretch of Webb Road right there. Uh, didn't didn't catch a reason for it yet, but they're they're closing it right now. Okay, eight seventeen now. Stephen's head in the morning here on KNSS. Let's take a look at sports this morning. With Ted Woodward, Ted. Yeah, we're just a few hours out from the Kansas City Chiefs, back-to-back Super Bowl champions, championship parade in Kansas City, Missouri. Third parade in a span of four years up in Kansas City. Count the Royals winning the World Series. Four championship parades in Kansas City in the last decade. It'll all start at 11 o'clock this morning, go down Grand Boulevard, and then wrap up at Union Station for the big rally at about 12.45 this afternoon. Of course, last year, Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes Shirt off for a little bit, flash that dad bod. Is that going to happen again? Here's Mahomes on the Pat McAfee show. Hey, I know you're a vet of these uh, Super Aids. What's the plan yeah. for this year? Obviously, now you know the lay of the land. You know what it's going to be like. How excited are you to get out there with your teammates and coaches? And tarp off, huh? Tarp yeah. off. I, I might have to bring the dad bod out. It was a bad angle. So, but uh, <laughs> bad angle in the locker room. So I might bring it back out. Uh, no, I'm for sure going to have a few Coors lattes. Um, uh, I'm going to have a good time with my teammates. I know the parade route now, um, but I enjoy it every time, man. There's nothing better than that, that Super Bowl parade, and Kansas City always shows up and shows out. A few Coors lattes. Uh, <laughs> last year they had a million people for the parade. Maybe they'll have more this year. 
lot of folks going to be at that championship parade up in Kansas yeah, City, Missouri. Nice weather. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you got the nice day, too. All right, let's go over to the NBA. The Los Angeles Lakers win at home last night, and they beat the Detroit Pistons 125-111. to The wizardry of the starting Lakers guard, former shocker, former Wichita State shocker Austin Reeves. He had six assists last night, and he was dazzling. Here's some of the action from Spectrum Sportsnet LA. Has been asked to do a lot in lieu of a lot of injuries. Blocked by Dino. Yeah, defense, go. offense. Behind the back. LBJ, how about that? Nice roll, but look at the defense by D'Lo and the Lakers offense run. Look at this pass. Left hand. Good. So far in the game as we've got under five minutes to play. A little push off. Oh, right on the floor of the trailer. Throw it down, big guy. Expecting the whistle to be blown on, on that one. But look at that pass. Wow. Looks like he has eyes in the NBA announcers usually don't mention the pass. Yeah. When they do, Austin Reeves had it going last night. Six assists. He also had seven rebounds, 15 points, a perfect seven for seven at the free throw line in the win for the Lakers, who are on the number nine spot in the Western Conference. That's back-to-back wins for the Lakers. Let's go to the National Hockey League last night. What a night for a former Wichita Thunder player. Bobby McMahon. Former Thunder center, now playing for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Toronto on home ice last night beat the St. Louis Blues 4-1. to They won by three goals, and the three-goal difference all came from Bobby McMahon, the former Thunder player, with his first NHL hat trick. Three goals last night for the undrafted 27-year-old winger. He'd only scored two goals all season. He got three last night for the shorthanded Maple Leafs. Toronto with a nice win. They've won five out of seven. Maple Leafs are in the number one spot for the wild card in the Eastern Conference. And former Thunder player Bobby McMahon helping out. Hey, if you want to see some softball today here in town, got a cross-street rivalry for you. Newman University taking on friends in softball. It'll be a doubleheader at 2 o'clock out on the west side on Ridge Road at Two Rivers. And Juco men's basketball tonight. Butler Community College heading out west visiting Dodge City. Butler is ranked number 22 in the nation. They've won four of their last five, now 18-5 and five on the season. Dennis Higgins will have live coverage of the Butler Grizzlies at 7.15 this evening. Listen to Butler Live on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. That's sports with Stephen Ted. 8.21 now. Keep it here for the Hannity Morning Minute. Sean tells us his laugh of the week about Biden's hard work. That's coming up. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. This is Stephen Tad on 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward, 8.30 on this Wednesday morning, 39 degrees. A Democrat takes the seat to replace former Congressman George Santos in New York. Tom Swazi defeating Republican Mozzie Pillip in a special congressional election in New York's 3rd District on Tuesday. Swazi stressing bipartisan cooperation in his victory speech. Let's send a message to our friends 
running the Congress these days, stop running around for Trump and start running the country. Swazi returns to the district he served for three terms before giving it up to run unsuccessfully for governor in 2022. His win narrows an already razor-thin margin Republicans have in the House. Chris DeMeo, Fox News. A vacant house was damaged by fire in the 1200 block of Topeka in North Wichita Tuesday morning. Crews arrived to find a fire on the first floor that worked its way to the second floor. Fire Captain Jeremy Menges says they found dangerous hoarding conditions inside that house. It can be dangerously and deadly for sure because uh, some of them are so bad that there's only paths that you can walk through or crawl through or whatever. But just it's a lot of fire load that uh, can get hot enough to flash on you and put you in a bad spot real quick. There were no injuries there. The Wichita City Council has approved the new overnaming of an important Wichita street. George Washington Boulevard from Lincoln to 31st Street South will now also be known as Air Capital Boulevard. All costs of the project will be incurred by the Kansas Aviation Museum, who requested the change. The council also approved the city's community services block grant application, federal funding, which could potentially exceed $1 million. The funding will be used to lessen poverty address homelessness, assist low-income individuals, and other needs. Rodney Price, KNSS News. In a cost-cutting move, the Wichita School District is proposing closing a half-dozen schools that include Clark, Park, Payne, and Cleveland Elementary Schools, as well as Hadley and Jardine Middle Schools. After finding a $40 million shortfall in the budget, officials say the closings would save the district nearly $16 million a year. The teachers' union voiced concern over closing schools that have high poverty rates. But Superintendent Kelly Bellafeld says that they did not intend to target high poverty areas in any way. 71 schools in the district are at 60% or higher. 81 sites are 50% or higher when it comes to our poverty rate. The board plans to hold a public hearing February 29th and then vote on the closures March 4th. At today's meeting, the Sedgwick County Commission will approve applicants to several citizen advisory boards. Commission Chair Ryan Beatty says KNSS News, there are boards for nearly all interests and experiences. Maybe it's an animal advisory board, uh, environmental, uh, criminal justice, juvenile justice. We have boards for all these things, and and we really do take the insight from from those conversations to help formulate policy. Beatty commented during his weekly visit with Steve at 10 in the morning on KNSS. Now look at the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. More nice weather expected here in Wichita and south-central Kansas today. A cooling trend is on the way tomorrow and especially by Friday. Our high may reach 65 with a gusty south wind. It'll be clear overnight down to 35. Sunny and cooler Thursday with a high 53. I'm KNSS, meteorologist Ann Holiday. Now a clear sky, 39 degrees at Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Stephen's head of the morning, KNSS, 8.51 on this Valentine's Day. Three big things. Three. Woman accused of killing her 14-year-old son appears in Sedgwick County District Court. Two. House votes to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas. Senate unlikely to convict. One. Charges filed against a man in the theft and destruction of the Jackie Robinson statue in North Wichita.
Three big things. Steve and Ted on KNSS. Traffic volume still pretty light out there, so things are looking fairly good on the roadways at this time. Uh, not so much at the gasoline pump. Uh, earlier this week, the prices jumped up to right around two ninety nine a gallon at most places, and well, that's the price that you're seeing out there this morning for the most part two ninety nine a gallon here in Wichita. Traffic on ninety eight seven and thirteen thirty KNSS is brought to you by Joe DeBrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire. Now they've got two convenient locations, downtown at Market and Waterman and 47th Street South and Broadway. That's in the former Kmart building there. You can see it all at carlstire.com. Carl's Goodyear, your home for complete car care. Sunny and breezy today with a high of 63 degrees. Mostly clear tonight, the overnight low 35. Thursday, mostly sunny. Tomorrow's high, 52 degrees. Now a clear sky, south wind at 10 miles per hour, 39 degrees at KNSS. Big drop on Wall Street yesterday. The Dow down more than 500 points. This morning, trading is underway, and the Dow is bouncing back. Uh, the Dow is up 88 points right now. S&P's up 26, and the NASDAQ is up 97 points. And local business news from the Wichita Business Journal, the national provider of water equipment and supplies for contractors, is getting ready to launch its first location in Wichita. Western Hydro is part of Headwater Companies, LLC. Going to be moving into the 27,000-square-foot building at 818 East Orm. And they'll move in by April 1st, according to branch manager Craig Carlson. The company previously had a single Kansas location in Garden City. And the company is going to use the space here in Wichita as a warehouse and for offices. After working under cramped conditions for a few years, the Wichita-based manufacturing company is ready to expand. Balco, a leading manufacturer of uh, architectural building products for the commercial construction industry is moving to the end of February to the ICT 37 Industrial Campus at 37th Street North and Broadway. Square footage will increase from 43,000 to nearly 73,000. The company started in 1959, moved to its current location at 2626 South Sheridan in southwest Wichita in 1983. It will grow from one to five shipping docks. Still in the early process, it appears a well over $100 million development is in the works on the western edge of Wichita, south of Kellogg. Wichita City Council yesterday approving the annexation into the city of 160 acres, southeast corner of Pawnee and 119th Street West. This move was requested by the Kick-In Development Corp., an entity whose registered agent is longtime local developer Paul Kelsey, according to state business records. According to a council agenda report, Kick End Development plans to build 240 single-family homes, 85 duplexes, and 176,000 square feet of commercial space at the location during the next decade. It's local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. And just a reminder, in case you didn't uh, remember, today is Valentine's Day. So remember your sweetheart. It's Donor Day. You might want to think about giving giving the gift of life at some point. And, of course, it is also Ash Wednesday. Mm-hmm. We will be back tomorrow morning. Steve and Ted. Coming up, we got the Glenn Beck program. Sheriff Richard Jones of Butler County, Ohio, is issue, issuing a dire warning. Top of the hour news on KNSS. A man faces charges in the Robinson statue theft. And if you missed any of today's show, just want to listen again, go on the Odyssey app. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for Glenn Beck, the Dana Last Show, and news updates all day. Steve is head of the morning on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.